You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Real Nurses of Detroit. This podcast is for patient education in a fun, interactive, unfiltered, conversational way. We are here to answer all of your questions and get rid of all of the myths you see floating around social media. I am your host, Nurse Practitioner V. Along with my nurse and doctor friends, we also want to apply our medical knowledge to real life. So keep listening to the Real Nurse of Detroit podcast. Sunlight crystallized and it become night. Dark like sexual chocolate. The children is our future, but they sell them and market them. Peddling melanin across seashores. To the wicked, I'm just considered a human resource. Cause I'm melanin rich, I'm a melanin there. Melanin rich, I'm a melanin there. Welcome to the Real Nurse of Detroit. This is your favorite nurse practitioner, Nurse Practitioner V. And we're going to jump right into it because we run a little bit behind. But thank you for joining us, Dr. Asandra. Hello, guys. Hello, Detroit. How are you As doing? seen on, uh, and uh, you're in California right now, right? I am in California. Yes, Man, I, I am. wish I was over there. But as seen on shows like The Doctors, and mm-hmm. I think you'll be doing a show today, is it? Yeah, t- uh, it's morning. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, you'll be on yep. The Doctors. Okay. So I wanted yeah. to talk to you because last time I saw you were on the show with us in February, hmm. and you had your own bout of COVID, and you were talking right. about, hey, y'all need to get these testosterone levels checked because mm-hmm. there's right. something that's going on with testosterone and COVID. Yeah, I think overall we're seeing a lot of hormonal changes in people, too. Uh, I I can tell you when I had COVID, my testosterone levels, they were in the dumps. I mean, double digits, which is very low for men. Uh, we're also seeing in women now, too. A lot of people who've had COVID, the long haulers, as they call them, we're starting to see some hormonal change. And I think that may be partially responsible for the, uh, you know, the fatigue and, and not feeling so well and depressed after that. So it's kind of unknown at this point that I can prove. I can just say what I've been seeing in my patients by checking their blood work and everything and checking my own blood work. Uh, we're seeing a lot of that now, and it really can affect people you know, drastically, physically, and many. Yeah, you know, and, and vitamin D is uh, kind of acts like a hormone, mm-hmm. too, even though it's, you know, called a vitamin D. So, mm-hmm. you know, what we've seen, we've already proved that, and a lot of studies have shown that with the uh, viruses and vitamin D levels are low, like when there's uh, less sunshine in Michigan, uh, we get to right, get right. more viruses. So because we don't have a lot of sun, we're not getting our, that source of vitamin D. But those with darker yeah. complexions should have should be supplementing anyway, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Even if you you know even if we have darker complexion, we still don't get out on light as we should, especially during the winter months. And I'm sure it's very cold there. But even in sunny California here, I still see low vitamin D levels in a lot of people. Uh, that is protective, protective against a lot of things. They say it has like anti-cancer properties. And like you said, V, it is a hormone technically, uh, and it can enhance your other hormones, you know, uh, but it can also enhance your immune system, like Absolutely. you're referring to, which is definitely good for, for these trying times. Yeah, you know, and I saw a study that said that men were having poor outcomes when they did mm-hmm. get COVID, and they were saying that it was because their testosterone was too high. I'm so confused. Yeah, you know, some of them are, you know, I saw different studies. There was one in Germany that said that men with lower testosterone have, are not doing as well with it. 
and then uh, other people are saying it may be too high. So I've been seeing some people give things to suppress testosterone in men or in patients overall because they feel like that may be contributing to it. I, I think it's too early to tell. I can tell you this: when you got COVID, you definitely feel like you have low testosterone, and you do. And when you're weak and all that, you lose a lot of muscle mass and you lose a lot of energy, etc. Uh, I personally, you know, have kept giving some of my patients testosterone while they have it, and they said they felt better. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's that's interesting. Um, I did see a couple of things on YouTube about uh, whether they should should suppress it or not, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't think I would recommend suppressing any hormones. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I, it's really hard to say right now. I, I don't. Know the, it, we see so many conflicting studies about everything with COVID. You know, one day mm-hmm. steroids are bad, the next day it's good. And overmectin's bad. The next day it's good. And all the whole scene debate. I think it's just so early to tell because it is a new virus. But we just don't have those studies really yet to be definitive about anything. So I think it's kind of like it's all experimentation right now. I feel like Absolutely. it's kind of in the air. Right. Yeah. So I wanted to define what science was because I think me and you agree with uh, where we sit, you know, and as far as this experiment goes. Right. This is to me is a national or not even national. It's a worldwide experiment. So, you know, according to Webster's Dictionary, they said uh, science is defined by the knowledge of the natural world. That's based on facts that's learned through observation and experiment. So I chose to be in the control group of this experiment, and I did not take the vaccine, and I do not plan on taking the vaccine. I need more long-term studies. That's just my personal Um, And that's me trusting the science because being in the control group is also science, a part of science, too. Well, I think you said it right. This is still experimental. As we know, it's it's FDA-approved for emergency use authorization, which isn't the same as being FDA-approved, right? Mm -hmm. So we are kind of the experiment. We're kind of the... You know, people who are getting the vaccine is, is, is the experimental group, and we still have the long-term effects of it. We have started seeing some short-term effects with it. Uh, whether we can prove it's the vaccine or not, hard to say. Um, but I can, I think we all, you know, know people that have had some side effects from from the vaccine, just like there's side effects with any medication out there. But I think it was developed so quickly, and, and I don't want to say rushed, but technically rushed, if you will. Uh, and, and it put out so quickly. And, and in response to the pandemic, I understand that you know some people. Uh, have gotten it and they have less symptoms of it. But on the other side of it, what are the long-term effects of it? Is this going to affect us, you know, uh, down the line? We, I don't think we know quite well yet. Yeah, and that's, that's a part of informed consent for me. I need to right. know side effects. What's going to happen three years from now? Or, you know, with some of the women I've seen, um, changes mm-hmm. in their menses. Um, what happens to the yeah. pregnant women that you're giving it to? What happens to their babies? And now mm-hmm. we have a surge with the children with the Delta yes. variant. Did the Delta variant yeah. come from those that were vaccinated? These are the questions that we put as far mm-hmm. as a theory, and then we experiment. And that's not right. being done, and I don't like that. That's just my I, take, my opinion. But, sure. you know. You know, I think certain groups that are high risk, probably, you know, uh, the elderly and all that may need to get it. You know, when you're still fertile of fertile age and all that, are you causing some sort of issues with the, with uh, fertility and all that long term? We don't know yet. I, I don't think there's been any definitive scientific proof on that yet. But like you said, it's like we don't know. Um, 
I'm not trying to discourage it in any way. I think everybody has their choice to make it or not, whether Absolutely. they want to get it. Uh, if you're, yeah, if you're high risk, maybe you probably should get it, um, elderly as well. Um, but I think, you know, if you've had COVID in the past, there's some question to is do us COVID people who've had COVID, do we have some lasting immunity from, from the disease? And they're starting to show some that show that we, we do have it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean, what's the difference between, um, you know, getting chicken pox for instance, which is a virus. Mm-hmm. You get the vaccine right. or you had chicken pox and you have lasting immunity throughout your life. We're not constantly getting yeah. chicken pox vaccines over and over because I think this is going to be the new flu vaccine. You're going to get this every year because yeah. here we come with the right. boosters, which will start in September. And we haven't mm-hmm. even made it's what, 18 months into the pandemic. And we yeah. haven't even it hasn't even been. I don't think when everybody was a year. Has it been a year? I don't even think it's been a year. I don't think it's been, I don't think it's been a year. No, it hasn't even been a year. And they want a third booster shot already. Yeah, now. it's a no so, for me. Yeah. I, mm, I'm, I'm going to just be, wait and see how y'all do. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm still not going to get it. Because right. everybody's different. I just don't practice cookie cutter medicine. And I have yeah, allergies. So I, I can't risk it. Mm-mm. Yes, yes. And I, I know, you know, we've probably heard of a lot of people already. I don't know if you've had friends or patients or not that have experience side effects from it too and um some people have had no side effects and they said they were absolutely fine it's just everybody everybody is different right it's, absolutely it's, it's how you're gonna react to it yeah and that's part mm-hmm. of the observation and the experimentation mm-hmm. where you can right. i think after the data is all collected then mm-hmm. we can say mm-hmm. from even the veers um information which yes. is the adverse reporting system um the vaccine adverse reporting system um we'll be able to know okay well if you're between these ages this happened with this lot number this year and if you're um this you know ethnicity or a woman or this gender then we can draw more conclusions but this is going to be something where it's hindsight chart reviews um peer reviews all of this is science that's being left out there's no peer review right there's no Cochrane right. data. We can't dig up a whole bunch of... <laughs> Not there yet. No, it's just very sure. one-sided yeah. to me. And that's mm-hmm. what I don't like about the media, and even social media, because it's, right. it's confusing to the layman, and I can see why. Well, and I think it's become political, too. I don't, you know, this medicine, I don't think it should become political. This mm-hmm. is, we're just, we want to know all the data. We want to know the facts. We want to know the side effects of, of any medicine. Any This is your body, right? Yeah. This, is, this shouldn't be a political at all yeah that's what and that's another thing when they were like trust the science trust the science i'm like what political science because this ain't (laughs) i don't practice political science now i was a biochemistry major i was a student instructor i did experiments i did all of that this don't all that yeah i didn't see no republican democrat (laughs) none of that was in my biochemistry book like i don't yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and, and we're starting to see a lot of vaccine mandates too now. I think in oh. California, all healthcare workers are required to have it by uh, September 30th, I believe. That's, That's terrible. Uh, I know that. Yeah, we're starting <laughs> to mandate it here in California now. I think in New York too, they have some mandates. Oh well. yeah, they're really strict in New York. Also, the sports, the high school students are all really? being mandated. Yes, I I, I just read that. that today, and I was like, what? It, even the coaches, wow. so I'm gonna have to, a decision to make. But I did go viral mm-hmm. on TikTok. I hope you guys saw the video. I definitely was talking to you about medical exemptions, which, if you yeah. have any allergies to any vaccines, according to mm-hmm. CDC, 
Hopefully your doctor, your nurse practitioner, or any provider, PA, will sign off on it so that you do not need to get this vaccine because you have a history of allergies. Now, there are other, um, um, yes, previous diagnoses. You can't just go in and say, hey, I'm pregnant. Uh, Can you sign this? It it really has. You have to have a history of something going on for medical. But then there's also philosophical reasons and mm-hmm. religious, religious reasons yeah. for exemptions. Yeah. So you do have a choice. I don't want people to feel like I don't have a choice. I have to take it or lose my job. It may feel that way, but read your policy. Please read your right. hospital policy. Yeah, read your policy mm-hmm. and do the research, make an informed decision or not. Uh, I think the best way to approach it, speak to your doctor, your help, you know, your practitioner about it and see what they say as well. Cause you know, besides yourself, they're probably the uh, second best person to know your medical issues as well. Absolutely. Uh, so. Yeah. But on the other side, which we're going to be real here, you know, this is the real nurse of Detroit now. <laughs> There are paid promotions. The marketing, the direct consumer marketing is, has been TV commercials for Viagra. Mm-hmm. And they, they're, they're marketing straight to the consumer so that the patient comes in asking for this medicine. And as a provider, I have to tell you and explain and educate you that you can't take this medicine. You have a bad heart. Right. You have this, this, and that. Now, I, I do. Yeah. I'm the same way. Please go with whoever you trust as a provider. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pandemic has showed us a lot of things as well, as far as really um, considering your source. But I also mm-hmm. wanted to add on the FDA part. Um, mm-hmm. Vitamins are not FDA approved either, and we take mm-hmm. them. So I want people to consider that even though this is emergency use and it's not FDA approved, even when it is, look at the ingredients, Mm -hmm. look them up. Are they in anything else that you've taken? Have you had a reaction to these ingredients? Because the ingredients are not the same. There's sugar in there. Why would you inject Mm -hmm. people with sugar? I got questions and no answers. I can't find the answer. Well, that's science, right? We need to question. And it's medicine. We should always question any type of treatment, any type of, uh, um, you know, anything in healthcare. It should always be quite and, and, and researched and evolved with it. Mm-hmm. I think you make some really good points there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Things have changed. You, as we know, CDC has changed the rules as we play the game. But that's science. Right. That's science, science. And people yeah. are like, I trust the science. Well, you're going to have to trust that these rules going to change from week to week, day to day, along with right. the mask mandates. Some schools are, mm-hmm. whew, well, I think Philip, Philip is my <laughs> co-host today. I think he has, now, isn't it? he's <laughs> one of my, my guy, I had to have a guy to balance it out today. So he had some testosterone questions. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did sure. you have a question sure. for Dr. Sandra? Yes. Uh, t- testosterone with athletes, they um, over the years they kind of feed it to us like almost like vitamins, and then as we're not in play anymore with the leagues or and we start to mm-hmm. age, does that have a nasty side effect on us? In your opinion, you mean long term? Well, I, yes. Here's the thing: I think anytime you have any type of hormone replacement therapy, medicine, you got to be under the care of a doctor and have it monitored because a lot of times people, these athletes, are just. I don't know, using bro science, as we call it, or, you know, they're listening to the guy at the gym that says, you know, inject this into yourself, and you don't even know where it's coming from, you don't know what's in you, don't know the right dosing, there's no blood work being done and all that. And so I think, you know, long term, it can really shut up if you're not having it monitored, right? I mean, 
this is something you're playing with your body here. You need to have the blood work done. You need to have, you know, a, an expert kind of guiding you and, and following your care versus just, you know, I'm going to stick this in my butt and just inject it in. What are you injecting? You don't know what's going to happen to you. Uh, you may feel like Superman while, but then you may, you may become, it could, it could suppress your natural production. It could, it could have issues long term. You may have really bad side effects. And so I think, you know, we're, we're in this kind of world now. Everybody wants to become the best and get that edge and that and athletics, this and that, and find ways to kind of cheat the system. But you're, you're playing with your, your, your body here and you could really mess things up if you, if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I was trying to get you on our show. You know, we did a whole series during the Olympics. And I was going mm. in. I was like, okay, let's go down the list of the banned drugs. And right. speaking of banned drugs, um, Shakari Richardson will be running tomorrow against the Jamaicans in the Prefontaine um, meet, the oh. Diamond League, tomorrow. So we're going to get okay. to see her race. And she had marijuana wow. in her system. She didn't have a performance enhancement. So that should be exciting. Yeah. I don't think she'll win, but she's going to run, though. But back That's to the good. show. <laughs> I had wanted, to, but I had wanted to talk to you because you know I love Marion Jones and she had allegedly yeah. Yeah. a lot of different. Mm -hmm. She was doing uh, testosterone injections with her husband CJ at the time, and really? um, yeah, there was human growth hormone. Oh my gosh, insulin! So mm -hmm. many. I was like, how? Who was drawing your blood? I, who prescribed this for you? But hey, you know insulin. that was a big. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know if it was the insulin because to offset side effects from, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's a, Bodybuilders are using that now to get bigger. Insulin? You know, insulin yeah, because insulin does make you insulin. gain weight. Mm, yeah, pushes all the into the muscles, the nutrients and everything. And, uh, you know, they're combining it with H human growth hormone yes, human growth and steroids hormone. and all that. Mm -hmm. A lot of antibiotic stuff. Very yeah. dangerous. Yeah, you can you end up getting right. depressed and some of your hairline be pushed back and yeah. then yeah. a lot of women will look, you know, they'll be really cut masculine. and have eight very masculine. Mm -hmm. You have a boxy shape, mm -hmm. there's no shape to the woman. Um right. yeah, very well, muscular. Femininity, it's all gone, right? Yeah. And you lose that. That's why it's it's very temporary. Once you come off that, you fall back to the way you were before or even worse sometimes. You may retain a little bit, but it's that's why I say it's you don't you don't play you don't play with that stuff in your body. But also you know? even depression, right, and sleep disorders yeah. can come with that. Because what happens is you you use all this stuff and then you, you you load your body with it and then your body stops producing it. Once you come off of it, your body is still in shutdown mode. It's still sleeping on trying to produce your your your, your hormones. So is it like it addictive? What's that? Is it addictive then? In some ways it is. I think people get psychologically addicted to it because of the effects they see on their body. They're, you know, they feel like Superman on it. They, they can run faster. They're stronger. They're, you know, uh, more muscular. And I think there's a psychological component to be addicted to it as well. And that's why, and I think they do too much of it. I think too much of anything is obviously not good. And that's why it has to be done in moderation, not even just moderation. It needs to be done under a doctor's supervision or a medical care uh, supervision. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm with yeah. you because I don't even I won't prescribe. I'll maintain it. But I send sure. my patients like I'll do all the work up, get the labs done. And I'm like, OK, you do have low T. 
Um, yeah. I'll get sleep studies and all that just to make sure there's nothing yeah. else going on. And then once I get the work up and then I'm like, okay, we're going to send you to the endocrinologist. Or yep. I want to send you to Dr. Asandra because you can take patients <laughs> all over, right? Sure. Right, we can. Well, I do treat a lot of people remotely. We do a lot of uh, Zoom conference calls and, and telemedicine type consults. Uh, but it is definitely important, like you said, to see your regular uh, doctor first or primary care doctor first to make sure everything... You know, let's make sure everything else is healthy. Your kidney mm. or, you know, diabetes, high blood Thyroid. Thyroid. Any of that stuff needs to be monitored first. Once we know all that's good, then, you know, we can start kind of pursuing what we can do to optimize your, your health and your hormones. Awesome. Awesome. So how can we find you? If anybody wants to call you, make an appointment, or they just yeah. want to follow you on social media, how do they get in touch with you? Sure. So we follow us, uh, you know, on, on our website, CassandraMD. So it's just literally this, dot com. Okay. Or you can find me at a, uh, trying to go backwards here, <laughs> a Sandra MD on uh, Instagram too. Uh, but my website's great. You can get a hold of me there or on Instagram, you know, follow us there. I, I'm going to start putting out more content about hormones and, and menopause and, and for men here pretty soon. Uh, so it's going to be a really good place to start, but also do your research online um, and see if it's right for you and speak to your doctor personally. Yep. Cause you treat women and men, not just Both. men for testosterone. That's correct. It's about 50-50. Mm-hmm. Okay. So women that yeah. are going through menopause, they can call you mm-hmm. up too. And you Absolutely. have some bio-identical hormones, is it? Yes. We use the bio-identical hormones, uh, which is not the synthetics that you could buy like at your you know, pharma- typical pharmacy. We, we want to match that molecule one for one, make sure it's the exact hormone going in uh, as the one that's in your body naturally. So that's very important that you find a practitioner that does bio-identical hormones. Well, I want to thank you. Dr. Sandra was on here last time, like February. I think it was right when we had Donnell Jones yeah. on. And I was like, dang, he yeah. got kind of got overshadowed. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love Donnell. Yeah. So I really appreciated you. You are always, like, always ready to jump in and very accessible. And I really appreciate you. So please stay healthy. And thank we'll you. talk yes. next time. V, thank you so much for having me. It's great to see you. All right. Take care. Take care, honey. So that was good, right? I, I was waiting. Nurse Alice is supposed to come in, but she's still seeing patients. So um, we wanted to talk more back to school because we're getting ready to send. Well, up north, we're getting ready to send the kids back to school. Down south, they're already in school, which is my theory is that's the reason why the number of children in the ICUs right now, the COVID cases, are high. This is my theory. I don't know. But COVID cases in June for children were around um, 8,400. The first week of August were um, 93,800 children hospitalized, according to American Academy of Pediatrics. Um, Saturday alone, 1,900 children were hospitalized on Saturday alone. Mm -hmm. And remember... No, these are down south. So Southern region. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I'll say Florida. Let's see. Texas is leading the way right now with an average of 219 children a day because their governor, Greg Abbott, um, banned vaccination and mask mandates. I do not believe it. Let me just make this clear. I don't think there should be a vaccination mandate. I don't. But. In the hospitals, the flu has been mandated for years. Flu shot has been mandated. Doesn't mean you have to take it. There are exemptions. But I do think these kids need to have their mask on. And it's a catch-22. 
Because then you have parents who are being vaccinated that live with the children. And then we know that Pfizer was kind of shedding some virus there. So the kids, so usually as a family, everybody got sick, right? But then you can't not send the kid back to school. You don't know what's going on in their family. If they have an older sibling, father's sick, somebody's sick, and they still go to school. No mask. So now you're spreading it to the whole sixth grade. Not okay. And then, you know, the the vaccines now are 12. They're recommending them for 12 and up. I would not. Mm. Mm-mm. Well, Body's I, still developing. Their brain's still developing. And, um, it's a no for me. Still no. shooting that. It's body. a no for me. Mm-mm. Texas is leading the country with the average of 219 children a day hospitalized. Florida has the second highest number of pediatric hospitalization with an average of 188. Now, um, and I believe Atlanta should be up there too. Georgia, they went back to school already as well. But the high, um, higher rates are in Oklahoma, Delaware. Delaware has the lowest. You know, I don't go with what the media says, but this is what the media says. They have the lowest vaccination rates. Everything is blamed on the vaccines, but no kids should be vaccinated anyway. It's not approved for anyways, whatever. Louisiana, Florida, Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma, Delaware are all of the ones hospitals in the pediatric ICUs are 95 to 97 percent capacity. So please. Please get make sure the babies are. We're prevented. We're practicing preventative medicine. Stop going over people's houses into the Kanye concert. Yes. You heard about the Kanye concert? No, I didn't. Actually. It's coming to Chicago. He's promoting his Donda. Speaking of Shakari, Shakari, she was in the video. It oh, came great. out. It was supposed to be released on the sixth of August. He did this super duper concert. I don't know where it was, but he's playing another one in Chicago. It's a super spreader event. Yes, unfortunately, <laughs> they're not checking. They don't care about no. Uh, mm. I think he was in California last time, but yeah, it was a lot of people, and he had like a stocking cap over his face. I was just like, I don't know what's going on with Kanye, but. Mm. He's always been doing things like that for 20 years now, so it's no I, surprise. Marketing genius, yes. I will say that. Uh, but speaking of masks, behind the mask is I want to give a shout-out to um, Dr. Paul Trotman in New Zealand. He directed a, um, a documentary that I'm in. It is upcoming, and it will be coming out. Thank you. Round of applause. Thank you. Tentatively released in November 2021. I was a bit emotional um, this was last March. I was sick with COVID, and he was just kind of like, what's going on? How are you feeling? And it was people from all over the world, and it was awesome to see because we all said the same thing. We all said the same thing. And then I just talked to him last weekend, and he's like, now nah, how do you feel compared to last year? And I was like, I'm tired. I'm tired as hell. Can y'all please? Put your mask on, social distance, and just stay in the house. Damn. Stop going to these Kanye concerts. I'm tired as hell. Wasn't I need... Dave Chappelle here <sighs> Where last was week? Was he? Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't go to that. You ain't going to see me in none of that. But behind the mask, we're trying to get it. Hopefully, pray for us. Netflix or something like that, you guys will be able to see it so but new zealand is on on lockdown again but they're they are very strict with contract tracing so when you leave your house you got to scan a qr code right and then when you go to a restaurant you scan another qr code 
so they actually see where you are based on your cell phone and then so they can pinpoint that oh you like me and phil we were at starbucks at the same time and y'all both got the delta variant who got it first phil got it first phil gave it to veronica boom y'all can't come out your house right they have it down to a science now they only have a three thousand cases in the whole country but it's a smaller country um but yeah they and they're doing the genome which we don't do here we just assume it's delta variant we're not actually there's no test Mm. they're actually testing so they can pinpoint who infected you where you got infected they look at the cameras to see if you had your mask on i mean they're not playing first i've heard of this that they're not playing yeah so i've heard our northern neighbor canada is doing similar things federally mandating the shot for all their employees all the jobs are or or else and um, I heard it's not far away from coming here either within the next so many months. Yeah, they started our mandates. Uh, most of the hospitals, private sector, and you know I work government. We uh, we've already it's been man, it's mandatory. So, but like Take I said, our choice. F- well, flu flu has always been mandatory, and I haven't taken a flu shot in years. I'm exempted. So they just they're not going to advertise. Okay, you either take it or get exempted. But it's not a secret. You don't have to take it, even though it sounds like that. But I wanted to let you know, um, if you do have a reaction to any vaccine, it doesn't have to be just COVID. If you have a reaction from an allergy, you got admitted to the hospital because you had an anaphylaxis reaction, to even death of a family member, here is the website for to report it. It's V-A-E-R-S dot H-H-S dot gov or call 800-822-7967. Please report it. It's underreported. And I don't know if they playing with this a government website. So who knows? Uh, also, check the website um, michiganvaccinechoice.org. They give you a lot of great information. Also, um, there's a couple of house bills that are going around right now which we need to really put apply pressure so house bill 4471 it talks about workplace exemptions they're hearing they did a hearing on the 19th in lansing about this bill that they're trying to pass and basically it would provide uh, vaccine exemptions for employees in the state of michigan so you have uh, the reasons can be philosophical religious or medical Right now, we only have medical and religious, and this is uh, different per state. So the forms, as I said in the video that went viral, the forms are through your hospital policy. Read the policy. Get the form. If you need to get it filled out, get it filled out. Make an appointment with your doctor. If the doctor won't do it, then, hey, seek the religious and look at the uh, what the vaccines are made out if you're religious. So... Philosophical is just a personal reason. It's not a big deal. But these objections um, for this bill is going to apply to COVID-19, flu, and tetanus, Tdap. Mm. So they, they want to do away with the adult vaccine mandates. I don't know if this is going to apply to kids. There's a lot of kids going to college now, and they, like U of M and Michigan State, you have to be vaccinated to stay on campus. So you're going to see a lot of kids that are young kids that are going to have to be in apartments. Which Doing I think online still, or online. Like that's that, always yeah. an option. But when my kid goes to college, I want to go. You out of here? I done packed up all <laughs> your. You got to go. Got to go. 
Empty nester. Yeah. So let's uh, move on to our next guest. We are going to talk about two. Well, let me introduce Ashara. Please tell me. Please don't let me. She's sideways. Ashara. I don't know how. (laughs) Are you on your phone or on a computer? You know what? That's what it is. Okay. All right. So she is a biochemical nourishment specialist and a health coach. So she's going to talk to us, how do we prevent COVID through our diet? Like, how do we get these nutrients that we need uh, for our foods? Because before on the way here, this is what I was thinking. Imagine if we were told 18 months ago to stop eating fake food, fast food, because it hinders our immune system. What if somebody told us to move daily, whether it's running, walking for 30 minutes a day? What if somebody told us in the grocery store, just shop the perimeter, don't go in the middle? What if we were told about insulin resistance in our diet and, and about man-made oils? There you go. Nice rotation. Well done. <laughs> and what about checking our vitamin D level and... Um, making sure that we took it with a, a healthy fat so that we make sure that we absorb it and and avoiding sugar and dairy and gluten and these seed oils what, what how would our life be different right now i want you to tell answer, answer me riddle me this first would our life be any different had somebody really explained to us these things 18 months ago in the beginning of the pandemic it would have been great if we'd had those things explained to us long before that, but definitely 18 months ago, um, things for a lot of people would be different, very different. Um, moving is important, you know, getting exercise, but then we also want to know um, that it's important not to overdo it because if you're overdoing it, then you can lose a lot of the important nutrients um, by creating stressors in the body unnecessarily. And a lot of those important nutrients can help the immune system. So there's overall just a lack of an understanding. Even you, you mentioned you know, vitamin D and we're hearing about that a lot, mm-hmm. um, which we should be because it's important. However, what a lot of us are not hearing is how important other things are. Those co-nutrients that help us actually utilize um, things like vitamin D. If, If we're getting tons of vitamin D, whether we're getting it from the sun or from foods like fish, um, salmon, mackerel, or fish oil, like cod liver oil or salmon oil, Um, or getting it from a supplement, no matter how we're getting it, we need magnesium to actually be able to use it. Yeah, you told me And nobody's really talking I See, I was mad because I went to the CVS and I was looking for vitamin D and I couldn't find it by itself. So I found this magnesium, calcium, and vitamin D. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to get this. I don't... Hey, magnesium ain't did me wrong. It put me to sleep. It relaxes me a little bit. So I'm going to just go ahead and take it. So that's what I've been taking it. Taking ever since with the uh, fish oil pill. So you come to my kitchen. It looks like a pharmacy of vitamins, right? I got everything. What you need? Because I got it. And ain't no prescription, no FDA approval needed. But what else should we have in our fridges and in our cabinets? Um, we, we talked about vitamin D. What else do we need? Zinc, right? Um, 
Zinc for sure. And because I'm such a heavy promoter of food for sources of nutrients, because it's, it's typically always the best uh, source is, is going to be those whole food sources uh, for zinc. And I know this is an unpopular opinion, mm-hmm. um, but I have my reasons for saying this. But red meat is a very good option. Oh, you about to piss off the biggest. The biggest trying to come for me on Instagram. I was like, why are you always talking about some meat? I was like, because I eat meat. What the hell? As, as you should. As you should. Um, but beef, um, lamb, buffalo, bison, um, some people hunt deer. Those are all great zinc sources, bioavailable zinc sources. And unfortunately, uh, when it comes to a, a diet that is meatless, what you're left with for a zinc food source is something that is also going to inhibit your ability to actually absorb the zinc. So mm. we don't want that. We don't want to be utilizing uh, what's considered plant-based protein foods to get zinc because we can't really get them. It's not really bioavailable to us from those foods. And that includes beans, that includes nuts and seeds, that includes grains. Um, so there's your, your corn, your uh, rice, oats, um, wheat. So so no pasta, no bread. No, okay. you said no. Did you say no? I know you did just say no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no Especially didn't. if you come down with COVID or oh, any viral yeah, infection, yeah. do not. The sugar. Like, it's the sugar. Absolute, it's not even the sugar. It's mm. just the fact that when things like zinc and magnesium are so important, you don't, you can't afford to have a food in your system that's actually preventing you from being able to use those, those minerals. So mm. it's, it's not really the sugar that I have a problem with, with those foods. It's the fact that they're inhibitory. They're reducing your mineral availability oh. and we don't, we can't have that. So that's the part of the typical, what is it? The sad diet, the, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the biggest part of it, actually. Yeah, it's been the we, base we, of the food pyramid absolutely. from its A dairy, too. Yeah, I but, quit um, dairy about six years ago. My daughter mm-hmm. broke out. And I was like, this milk is not the same type of milk that I grew up on. It has to have more antibiotics or something because I've never seen a baby have a whole full rash when she was, you know, about one years old. When you try to transition from breast milk to cow's milk or whatever. She could not tolerate that cow's milk at all. And I was like, I don't know what to do here. So I, and my oldest had eczema really bad too, but I found out she was drinking gallons of milk because she was, you know, with a family member. But then when I switched everybody to almond milk, we haven't had the upper respiratory infections with the phlegm. She didn't have any problems with her asthma. Skin is clear. I'm just like, why didn't I think about this a long time? I didn't, you don't think about You just do what you were taught or what you saw with your parents and stuff. So it's a... And unfortunately, there's a lot of education that we need about milk as well. I currently promote dairy, um, but I do raw milk. I get milk locally from a dairy farmer and oh, it's yeah, grass and it's raw. Yeah, that's different. Um, yeah, because you ain't so, got I mean, no additives in there. Source matters for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. And then even sometimes with the re- reactions that people are having, there are underlying issues in the gut that actually contribute to those uh, quite often or even in the nasal cavity, um, especially um, when you're talking about a fungi like candida. 
And a lot of us have candida overgrowth and that can actually cause a milk issue. So there is a lot, it's, it's deeper than what we in general understand, but there's just so much to it when it comes to dairy, but some people can't have it at all because they're lactose intolerant, but absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what else do we need as far as COVID, COVID, whether we are infected with it or, um, we are preventing what else in the diet? So lysine, um, yet another nutrient that we are not hearing a whole lot about. Um, and I wanted to really start with lysine and magnesium because we're not hearing a lot about them. Um, lysine is an amino acid. Mm-hmm. And it's in pretty much everything. The The problem comes in with to what extent. When you're trying to fight off uh, uh, any kind of infection, you your immune system uses lysine to a great extent. And the foods that we're eating, we want to make sure that we're not consuming foods that are keeping us from, from being able to access the lysine that's in our diet. And going back to those uh, plant-based proteins, Unfortunately, they're going to inhibit lysine utilization as well. Um, And they actually have high amounts of what's called arginine, which is another amino acid, um, one that we can make ourselves, but it's very high in those foods, which it competes with lysine. So we're actually Mm. reducing the ability to use lysine when we're having foods. I mean, it's two to three times as high in those particular foods. Arginine is two to three times higher than the lysine content. Whereas if you're getting uh, meat sources or uh, animal-based sources, then you're able to flip that around. You're getting about a 50-50 or, um, or you know, a one-to-one ratio or a one-to-two in terms of lysine to arginine. So it's the other way around and that's how we really need it. So um, again, unpopular opinion, but it's the facts. I mean, there are tons of studies that show this. So Okay, and then what are the sources for lysine? Any meats. Any meats meat. whatsoever. So red meat, um, chicken, turkey, um, any meats at all. They're they're going to be good sources. Vegetables and fruits have it. It's just very low. Very, very low. Okay. And then magnesium. And magnesium. Um, spinach is actually one of the best sources, period. For magnesium. Okay. Spinach. Lots and lots of spinach. You can juice it. You can replace lettuce and salad. Raw or cooked? Because I know there's a different property when you cook spinach versus when you just do it raw. If you cook it, that's going to be the best option simply because you're reducing some things that, that may not be the greatest for you. And then you're you're also concentrating it when it's cooked or juiced. If you're cooking it, you're concentrating it, which means you have to consume a lot, a lot less of it. So, for example, you can get a nine ounce package of spinach and try to eat that in one day. It's quite difficult. But if you cook it, it cooks down to like one cup. And so you're the spit, the uh, magnesium and other nutrients are more bioavailable in it when it's cooked. Okay. So but you however you get it in. <laughs> I won't say don't eat it raw. I'm never going to say that. However you get it in, get it in. Okay. Is there anything else? I got vitamin D, lysine, magnesium, and zinc. Yes, vitamin C for sure. Vitamin C. Vitamin C, and we're hearing about it, obviously, um, but 
But when it comes to supplementation, you know, a lot of us are, are taking the supplements and that's cool. But the food sources um, are going to be um, strawberries, pineapples, citrus. We're all familiar with oranges, you know, oranges having vitamin C. But anything that's cooked, you're not really going to get the vitamin C out of it. Vitamin C is very unstable when um, subjected to heat. So um, bottled juices, forget it. Yeah, and you're not you're not really getting much. And from I know that. a lot of the tablets, like the chewable ones, that I, I would buy them all the time. But I know they have a lot of sugar in them. But yeah, I, yeah. And but it helped a lot when I was still sick. like a, a supplemental form yeah. as well, rather than a whole whole food. But again, that would be better than nothing. Yeah, so. it helps so much. I mean, on the hour, Dr. Darcel Carson is here, and um, she knows I was supplementing vitamin C every hour like over a thousand milligrams and you know when you have too much vitamin c in your in your system is you'll start to go to the bathroom you'll have diarrhea so you just know yeah but you can back off on it magnesium will do that to you yes it will honey magox seven i love that stuff Mm -mm, don't never leave home without it but i appreciate you how does anybody get in touch with you if they want to have a consultation with you about their diet um or what they need to add and you have a great tiktok because you she takes us to the grocery store and she's like listen these cherries is on sale y'all this is a source of vitamin c she really does a great job so i really i i make sure i watch your page every day like okay i gotta get me some cherries girl i gotta get me grapes too i heard was a, a good source of for covid yep yep some grapes and chocolate dark chocolate has to be the dark chocolate with the the flavonoids you guys right now there's like some type yeah i was hearing it too we working through it. Technical difficulties. But I just want you to give us up. How do we get in touch with you on social media? Okay. So I'm at www.myrebelhouse.com. Um, the email address is contact at myrebelhouse.com. I'm on Instagram as myrebelhouse. Um, TikTok as Ask Ashara. And um, I think that's it. I'll Facebook. Facebook. The Facebook group is Rebel House Wellness and the Facebook page is My Rebel House. Thank you so much, Ashara. We are going to be watching you and listen to um, all of your information because I, I want to make sure, even with my little babies, that they're eating appropriately. We had uh, Dr. Ehrlich last time who was telling us to eat more liver to get vitamin A also. And um, that's another oh, yes. natural source of I was actually just recently watching that. And yes. I wanted to add um, for vitamin A, it's super easy to get. I mean, it's extremely easy to get. Liver is a great source, but green veggies and anything orange or yellow as well will give you plenty of vitamin A. Awesome. Green veggies. She said green veggies. Yeah, I'm about to write that down. For those of us that don't like liver. I don't like liver either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, so if you don't like liver, there are so many other options. Just get those veggies and fruits in. Veggies and fruits, okay. That's what I'm going to have to do. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. You take care. Take care. 
So next up, we have Dr. Malapati. You guys probably saw him. He gonna, he gonna be mad at me about this one. Y'all probably saw him on Shark Tank. He had a great, I was gonna tell you, Darcy, I was gonna say, hey, bring me an easy CPAC D so I can show it when we're on live. Is is Dr. Malapati there? I don't know, he might have. Hey, can, can, you, can you hear me? Yes, hey, Dr. Malapati, hey. how are you? Hello, hello. Hey, Veronica, how you doing? Good. Dr. Darcel Carson is here, um, and my friend Philip is here. But we need some more of those um, easy CPACs because uh, the COVID numbers is off the chain, and I'm going to need <laughs> you to, I'm telling you. We, Dar I go to Darcel's. She had the one without D, and I was like, no. I'm calling Dr. Malapati and getting him to send me a box right now. I'm not playing. You can't find him in the store. Well, uh, that's... Uh... I mean, I guess suppose good, mostly maybe. bad to hear that. <laughs> it's a good thing, I guess. We, uh, we just spent, um, I, I don't know, the last, uh, I don't know, six months or so, um, uh, just kind of going through or working through uh, an expansion of uh, EZC Pack in um, essentially, I think, majority of CVS stores around the nation, yes. and then the D, the yeah. the D version, EZC Pack D. Uh, I know is available. It should be theoretically available in all uh, CVS uh, health hub locations. Hmm. So tell so, us about uh, the product for those that don't know what Easy CPAC D or Easy CPAC is. Yeah, so Easy CPAC, Easy C uh, stands for Echinacea Zinc uh, Vitamin C. Yes. And the D stands for uh, Vitamin D. And uh, it's a it's a five day tapered immune support pack. Uh, so it's designed to support your immune system, uh, and primarily used uh, when patients have uh, upper respiratory infections, like commonly colds and flus. And so, really, the product was uh, initially developed uh, around a kind of what I was observing in. The healthcare system inside uh, hospitals, uh, as well as um, in primary care and urgent care clinics, that a lot of patients were receiving uh, when commonly uh, an antibiotic was not uh, perhaps the the ideal uh, man way to manage uh, their symptoms of upper respiratory infections, and so. As I started kind of looking in the problem, over 80% of upper respiratory infections, which are the most uh, common infection in people, uh, and obviously it's on the top of everyone's mind uh, and has been for about the last two years uh, with this unfortunate uh, uh, pandemic that we are uh, going through. But uh, the, these are the most common infections in people on the planet, and over 80% of these infections are viruses. Mm -hmm. uh, yet, if you look at uh, some of the data provided by uh, the CDC and other uh, institutions, uh, when patients are uh, coming to uh, clinics, uh, they're receiving over 260 million antibiotic uh, prescriptions a year. And so that actually translates to over eight antibiotics for every 10 patients that we see. Uh, and that's just in the outpatient setting alone. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, a, it's kind of a stunning statistic. Uh, anywhere, depending on where you live geographically, where you receive healthcare, 
anywhere from roughly 40 to upwards of 80% of antibiotics uh, being written for upper respiratory infections are not indicated, meaning the patient has a, a viral infection. And so the risk or danger, uh, you know, both on a personal level, but also on a larger community health level is that when you take antibiotics when they're not needed, uh, you can unfortunately uh, select for uh, infections or bacterial strains that are uh, stronger and potentially uh, what are called drug resistant uh, strains or, or superbugs. Mm -hmm. And these superbugs, they can, they can cause more, more damage, wreak more havoc uh, on your body as well as in the community. So that was really the, the concept behind Easy CPAC is providing uh, you know, patients uh, and their, their pr providers an alternative to antibiotics when they had uh, basically viral infections. Mm -hmm. It's a great product. I love it. I Man. I love I, it. I use it. I swear by it. Oh, we give it to all okay, of our patients. Great. Like, we, I'm not just saying this because I'm getting paid. This is a non-paid promotion. This is non-paid. I There's use no, Easy CPAC. I swear by no it. endorsements. And anybody, no, I ain't get paid for no endorsements. Nope. I really, like, Really, Dr. Malapati is really down to earth. He's real cool. Because I was like, I need some more of that. Whatever you got going on over there, I like it. But here's the thing. So now the Delta variant is affecting children. What do we do about the kids? Are you going to come out with like a kid's dosage? Or can we give is this? Is it safe for kids can right we now? open it up, time? the capsules? Yeah, that's a wonderful question. And, and uh, it's obviously a question I get asked commonly um you know and it's a question i i kind of wrestle with as well um essentially the story is that when you do these like clinical studies it can be very difficult for ethical reasons to do mm -hmm. large-scale studies uh primarily on children uh is one big area and pregnant women uh, pregnancy is a, another big area where it is very difficult to do large-scale studies and you typically before you do a large-scale efficacy study to look at whether the product is effective you typically start with a safety study mm -hmm. and so while we don't have any large-scale studies uh, particularly of uh, echinacea and zinc uh, in children um, you know what we have is some kind of anecdotal data or some limited kind of case reports that uh, particularly in echinacea, uh, we have not seen uh, essentially maybe adequate benefit to the use of echinacea in children um, and uh, also seeing a lot of uh, side effects, primarily uh, allergic reactions such as really? rashes. That's oh. the most common issue in giving echinacea to, to children. Oh, and okay. so when you see like basically a kid in the clinic or emergency room or urgent care wherever you may see them you know essentially if they they walk in and they're sick and then you give them something that actually they have some sort of uh you know negative reaction to like a rash or you, don't, you essentially don't want to kind of make a, a bad situation worse right. and so I, I i'm very just i guess philosophically um cautious or you know, conservative. I take the the concept of do no harm very seriously because, you know, I you know I treat my patients and I, I treat everyone that I I kind of come across as 
um, you know, essentially a member of my own family. What would what would I want if if this was my family member uh, or my child? Absolutely. So, so that that's kind of where where we're at with uh, echinacea and zinc. As far as vitamin C is concerned, there have been some studies in vitamin C in children that seems to have some benefit in uh, reducing. Um, the incidence of colds. Uh, so they have have some in, in a very one limited study uh, shown um, essentially that uh, taking vitamin C on a regular basis can reduce the uh, incidence. So maybe for prevention. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, right now, that's kind of basically where we're at. So we we, we uh, for better or for worse, right now, and with this Delta variant or, or other sort of things, we uh, we do not have. Uh, essentially great treatment options. And so wow. typically when we don't have great treatment options, we are essentially limited to, uh, you know, symptomatic uh, support. Yeah. And so this is an issue that we will uh, continue to, uh, you know, obviously evaluate and, you know, look for, for ideas. Uh, and I say that about the children, it's not that there aren't lots of people out there that give echinacea to their kids or even you know medical providers that provide echinacea or recommend echinacea uh, to their kids or their patients but i personally have not uh, taken that leap yet uh, and i'm you know continuing to essentially evaluate the evidence uh, as far as the, pre- the pregnancy the issue in pregnancy again no formal studies have been done uh, in pregnancy mm-hmm. uh, and you know kind of anecdotally we know that echinacea is among one of the most common uh, herbs used during pregnancy and breastfeeding and so we know that but you know there's there's not actually been a formal study been done okay okay so okay so we can get it online and CVS Carry it. CBS, so it's kind of interesting that the timing of this we just uh, we we are this this month of August we should be rolling out in pretty much every CVS in the country as well. Uh, probably awesome. by early September, you should see the product in every Rite Aid uh, in the country. Uh, obviously, you can buy uh, online. Um, the majority of um, of uh, small pharmacies around the country either carry it or uh, you know can get it the next day. Also includes uh, pulling it at Walmart. Uh, uh, walmart.com as well so yeah the product has had uh you know, pretty significant growth uh obviously with the uh with covid it um you know amazon has <laughs> has listed it as amazon's choice for the search term uh, covid awesome. medicine uh yeah. which is a uh, i dr. think also Malapati, brought a lot of awareness the of to the, the product dr carson said what, how much is how, it again? yeah how how um costly is it it's not something very expensive for people to get if um, you know, we're recommending that they go out and get it at the local drugstore or something like that. It, how costly is it for them? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, typically what I've been seeing is a price point of anywhere from fourteen ninety nine uh, to roughly nineteen ninety nine. And so um, typically what I, I've observed is that a lot of the grocery stores uh, will sell it at a lower price point uh, than the pharmacies, uh, and then um, during the season, so when we're in season during the, the the normal cold and flu season, a lot of the grocery chains will run it at on a two dollar uh, off uh, promotion, and additionally, there is a two dollar off uh, coupon available uh, on the bottom of the website 
that can be used for both uh, purchasing in store and uh, uh, online. And so, say, say we're at you know say fourteen ninety nine or fifteen ninety nine in the grocery store. They take it off during the season to thirteen ninety nine. Then you get the two dollar off. Uh, you're looking at probably around twelve dollars at the lowest lowest price point. Um, and I, I'm, I'm very sensitive to, you know, essentially, uh, you know, people's needs um, and situations. And so I never want uh, pricing to be a barrier. It's we're living in a very complicated uh, period right now with supply chain disruptions, uh, manufacturing costs increasing, shipping costs have gone through the roof. Um, so it's it is very challenging, but um, I I do everything in my power to essentially remove that barrier. So if you ever have a uh, you know a friend or a, a patient or anyone um, where there's some difficulty uh, with uh, cost or economics, I, I'm happy to uh, to do my best to uh, you know work that out. And we 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 we've done enormous uh, support for uh, community clinics uh, and other sort of uh, areas where, uh, you know, antibiotic stewardship is is really a, a high priority or, or need, so. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's cost effective. Um, yeah, because even funny. if you went and bought each of the uh, supplements separate, separately, you probably come around $20, $25. Maybe more. Yeah, depending on how many. Yeah. But this is a great product because it combines everything so think of a z-pack zithromycin when you go in you need that antibiotic so this is kind of that competitor that this is not an antibiotic no this is strictly for a virus so you kind of feel like you're taking a z-pack and it says okay take three pills day one four pills day two and it's packaged just like that so i love that i think think a lot lot of the uh, the two things i noticed were basically a lot of the problem is is that okay doc i know i now understand I, I may not have a bacteria bacterial illness or maybe an antibiotic initially is not necessarily the best approach here or you know you're saving me from maybe taking an antibiotic um the next question becomes well what do i do and then if you just kind of leave the patient with well why don't you take uh echinacea zinc vitamin c and maybe vitamin d or um you know a number of other ingredients um you know, we've, you've been discussing, uh, it just, it, it then asked the question, well, how much do I take? When do I take it? Yes. And when do I know maybe I need to come back? Maybe I'm not getting better. When, when do I need to be thinking maybe this is a bacterial illness or maybe that I would need an antibiotic? And so that kind of concept behind the easy CPAC is essentially removing the guesswork. Look, we've given you a plan here. It's a five-day tapered system. We anticipate that you will actually start feeling better once you start taking this over the five-day period if, in fact, you are continuing to have symptoms or your symptoms are, in fact, getting worse. At that point, I want you to give me a call or I want you to return to the clinic, come and see me. Uh, and I think the the kind of the beauty here is the, just kind of essentially the convenience of having this uh, over-the-counter option. Yes, yeah, it's awesome awesome product i can't i can't talk about it enough and anybody who had <laughs> i'm so serious you just don't understand anybody that had you know came to me and a lot of people were coming in my inbox a lot on facebook because i was really posting the research about covid i'm like listen this is a virus just like not it's not like any other virus no, but i would not. rather you 
try to get ahead of it. Prevent it if you can. If, if you can and you're sick and you start to have those symptoms, start taking the easy CPAC. And those that did it, they're like, oh, my God, Veronica, I need five more packs. I'm going to give it to my whole family. I was like, I told you. I told you. I'm the same way. I go to Darcel all the time. I was like, I ran out of easy CPAC. I know you got a box somewhere. <laughs> I'm a need. I keep it on me. I certainly, uh, you know, after I get off the uh, the <laughs> call with you guys, I will make sure that you are uh, you're fully loaded up for the season. Thank you. Thank you. We yes, appreciate that. We need it. We're how do we um, follow you on social media, or if we have any other questions, how can the public get in touch with you? Other than sure, watching the, you on uh, Shark Tank. The website is uh, EZC. E-Z-C-P-A-K.com, E-Z-C-P-A-K.com, and uh, you can just click uh, contact us there. You can ask, like, where you could buy this. There is a store locator that you can click on on the website, mm -hmm. and it'll pull up all the different stores that are right where you live. Um, and there's the, uh, the $2 coupon off just right there on that store locator as well. I think that's probably the best way to get in touch. Obviously, we have... Uh, an Instagram page uh, handle is uh, EZCPAC, E-Z-C-P-A-K, uh, as well as uh, Facebook, uh, which is also uh, EZCPAC. Okay. Well, so. thank you so much. You, you guys are looking well. great in there. I got to tell you. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Doctor. <laughs> thank you. I wish uh, maybe next time we do this, I, I'll join you guys in the studio. That'll oh, yeah. Fun. You know, everybody on the show today was ca calling in from California, so we would rather come to you. The, well, yeah. not I'm in, right now. I'm in, uh, I, I'm in Pennsylvania these days. We had to kind of shift operations. A lot really? of kind of cr craziness happening with <laughs> things it in is California. A lot of, yeah, it's, it's burning so down. So I'm, I'm in, a, in a peaceful, wooded environment right now. I'm, I'm really uh, in a, a, a serene place. And my, uh, my children, we had a, a, a nanny in uh, Los Angeles who helped us when my daughter was my eldest's daughter. We just had another boy uh, four weeks ago, so now we have uh, three congrats. kids. Oh, yeah. Thanks. We had a, a COVID, uh, COVID baby, baby for yes. our third. There's <laughs> a lot of COVID so, babies out here. Yeah, yeah. Uh -uh. but uh, anyway, she's out. She just came to visit uh, yesterday <laughs> yeah. our, our, uh, from California, and so I'm. Uh, she's bringing the, uh, the California sun here. I'm really happy that Aww. she's here to visit. We haven't seen her in a few years at this point. With uh, oh, everything that's, that's happened, so yeah, this pandemic is it's it's ongoing. When do you predict? Uh, just one more question before you go, because you know, Dr. Malapati, you he's a surgeon, and he did a lot of work with was it NIH guidelines? Yeah, I, I used to work in uh, healthcare policy in Washington D.C. I was a, okay. a faculty member in um, Georgetown Medical School, but I also worked. Uh, in collaboration uh, with the uh, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services and the CDC, actually, See? so I worked with Talk with right both of those groups for a period of wow. time, and then subsequent to that, I actually uh, when you know when I started Easy CPAC, I actually was involved in uh, corporate sponsorship of a lot of um, CDC initiatives that were taking place around um, antibiotic stewardship. So they initially had a, a program that was launched. Uh, called Get Smart About Antibiotics, and uh, yeah. in recent times, it's it's changed to the Be Antibiotics uh, Aware initiative. So I, I had a lot of work at that time in uh, healthcare policy. I've done a lot with uh, pediatric obesity and some of the other things I'm, I've been interested in. I have um, to talk to you more following, about that. So. 
my my thesis was on that. I love everything sports related and obesity. I had a mm-hmm. weight loss clinic, and so I've done laser lipo. I've done a lot where I tried to coach them with their diet, and so I we need to talk later on about that. But when do you think the pandemic will be over? Oh, that's a that's a wonderful question. I wish you could go to uh, <laughs> Las Vegas if you knew the answer and put a put a bet on that. Um, it's it's really difficult to to know. I you know I I was in a um, meeting with my my kids' uh, school board this past week, just trying to understand kind of what where their guidelines and and some of the things that they've been kind of talking about internally. Um, I know that some people have kind of said that maybe this uh, current Delta variant maybe will burn out in uh, mm-hmm. October or November. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, there's also this kind of possibility of, um, you know, kind of a, a stronger flu season this year than last year. Oh, and that's that I some people are kind of predicting. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, there's some, there's some people talking about that. I haven't really kind of started getting myself engrossed and kind of maybe where the science is and where the, the reasoning behind maybe the that the flu season will be because the flu season last year was essentially non-existent so I think the chances that social it, distance it, it, it had mask on though right yeah so the chances potentially of this year having a, a bigger flu season could potentially be higher because you know maybe we don't have as, as strong of restrictions at this point but you know essentially with that that kind of at least awareness out there floating around uh, that maybe you know that we there may be some concern that the, you know we may have a kind of a double a double hit here with uh, with covid and and the flu I think you know maybe people are going to be more cautious or more conservative with kind of um, kind of ah. easing up on things and, and may, oh, we may sad. be looking at maybe like end of February before you start seeing that's what maybe I some think. of the normalization. I said so, maybe but it's, March. It's very difficult to, to really know, so I don't yeah. have a good answer for you, but I think we should at least psychologically go in thinking that, you know, this is how it's going to be at least through the end of February. Absolutely. I agree. I, agree. Um, I, I think, just like you said, uh, the mass mandates are being lifted. Texas, Florida, they don't have them. Um, kids are sick, and they're in the PICUs with RSV is huge in the ICU, along with the co-infection of COVID. So you're seeing a lot of RSV. And what was that, adenovirus or rhinovirus? Maybe rhino. Rhinovirus. Rhinovirus. Yeah, yeah, there's so many viruses going on. I just need my easy pack. I don't even care no more. <laughs> it don't matter. Okay, thank you, Dr. Malapati. I appreciate well, it. Well, uh, it's uh, amazing to see you, uh, as always. And, uh, you know, I would love to come come visit you in the studio. You're looks, welcome. Uh, like you're having a good time. You guys are having a good time there. Yeah, and we're oh, calm absolutely. today. I'm on my best behavior because it was too many doctors <laughs> up in here. I couldn't act <laughs> up because, you know, I act up. But <laughs> kiss the baby for me. I have baby fever a little bit. I told her I want Aww. a COVID baby. I know. Philip had a, a COVID baby too, but his yes, baby. Oh, congratulations, Philip! Five, five months five yesterday. Months. Oh yeah. wow! Nice. Congrats. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations so, to you too. Yeah, I'm. I would be scared though. But yes. Good night, Dr. Malfi. Good night, Bye, guys. Thank, have thank a you for sharing knowledge and well. Yes. Bye. Bye bye. Yeah. So I wanted to go over the, some of the symptoms. If your child is sick, because you know. <sighs> I don't want to blame Let's it on the dads. I don't want to blame it on the dads. But the dads be like, just give a little sprinkle a little Tylenol on them. The baby be all right. 
Them babies teething. That baby's teething. Ain't nothing wrong with that baby. That baby's not teething. It is COVID. It's a whole pandemic outside. This pandemic ain't going away. So some of the kids' symptoms, which before, remember, the kids were asymptomatic Mm -hmm. with the, I want to say, the alpha and the beta version of COVID. Now with the delta, girl, it's a whole. We all the way down to a lambda. It's a whole alphabet. Anybody know the Greek alphabet? Al- mm. what, what is this? Serious. I'm I know. Serious. Alpha, Greek beta, gamma, let me, let me delta, lambda. Boom. It's five we different already, versions. Yeah. It's like, in here. Right, like a sorority and a fraternity. Okay. All over. Okay. They better okay, have a step show with this COVID. <laughs> okay, but, um, okay, so he, the symptoms that they, this is from a pediatric nurse from a pediatric ICU in San Antonio, Texas. She's saying she has seen high fevers. These are the ones that are admitted to the ICU. This is not just you in the e- ER or okay. doctor's office. High fevers. I'm talking 103, 104. That is too high. I will be scared. Get your baby to the hospital immediately. Yeah, that's too high. Even if it breaks. And I don't think COVID breaks with Tylenol or Motrin. You're not supposed to take Motrin with no. COVID either. No. So give them the Tylenol, but still take them to the doctor. They'll be very weak, short of breath, and let me finish. <laughs> Difficulty breathing. And you'll see these children anxious. So yes. very mm-hmm. restless. They can't sleep. They can't. They don't want to lay. They don't want to sit. They don't want you to hold them. Then they want you to hold them. So the things with kids that I loved, I was the way me and Darcel know each other is because I was her pediatric nurse. I took care of her baby. And then she told me, you need to go back to school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> I am not going back to nursing school. She's like, no, you really need to. And she kept working on me. But, yes, I started as a pediatric nurse. I have a passion for children. So one thing I will tell you with kids, they're very resilient. So when they feel better, they pop right up and they're back to normal. Yeah. So watch how your child is acting. If they're looking lethargic um, I think the first thing to go, like especially if they have a fever, even if it's an ear infection or they have a slight cough, they'll just lay there. They won't mm. eat. Yeah, no just energy, gonna, huh? Just, At just all. And then you will feel so bad. And, and let me just tell you something. If your child is in, like, daycare, I don't care if it's a home daycare or if they're in school, best believe they're going to get sent home. So go ahead and get that emergency parenting leave in right now. <laughs> <laughs> be ready, get them formed because you gotta go. If you have to go, you have to be at home with your child. And th- there are leaves that cover you without you having to use your leave. It's a paid leave for a parent. For you the, have to, throughout the pandemic? Yes. You okay. have to look for it though. I found yeah, it the other day. They would pay you up to oh, you, okay. three months if you have to take care of a fit, like a mother or a uh, child that's oh, sick. Oh, that's good to know. You have to give me that information. Now, I work for the feds, so this came for the feds, and I do not represent anybody. The words, okay. the, wait, the views and opinions. Matt, give me the views and opinions. Okay. Listen here. I the, the views, comments, and opinion that I give and express on Thank this show—they're mine. They're mine. Mine. We all have an opinion. If you don't like mine, it's okay. You have one of your own. It's okay. It's That's okay. Mine is mine. Trust the science. Mine is mine. That's the you science. Although I am a very knowledgeable primary you care, you a doctor, wellness expert. Absolutely. I, I'm not here in that capacity today. I'm not here to give you health advice. Not no, today. we're not. This no. is my opinion. No. You don't like it? It's okay. The same medical advice. Go see your own doctor. We don't know you like that anyways do your own research but but the kids right now down south their age is infant we've seen the youngest at six months to teenagers i've actually have been trying to six months Mm -hmm. 
I've seen mm-hmm. a no. Actually, I did a show when COVID just started in February. I think we were we still in the studio. No, I think we were at home. So this had to be March. It was a newborn baby with COVID. Oh, and I was like, mm-hmm. mom was negative, baby was positive. I was like, now wait a minute, how did now. this happen? I think the daddy had it. Mm, right. <laughs> Or okay. daddy did it. It's <laughs> always the dad's fault. Daddy did it. Come on. My, Take that in blame. my world, it's Already. the daddy. daddy it's that daddy. And she was like, no, mm-hmm. no, we were literally in the hospital and then we were at home. So I honestly I think it was the staff. I think it was maybe nursing staff or oh, doc, no. yeah, that took care of them. I do I do. That's just my Could opinion. Were staff wearing PPE though? Remember, just... this is the beginning of the pandemic, so oh, probably this is the not. Because mm-hmm. okay. you know, we were sacrificed in the beginning. I ain't even have it. I still. Where is my N95? My K K N95. K N95. Get you an N95. Them little flimsy little surgical mask is not. That's not enough coverage. No, it's just it's not. not. Uh-uh. It's not. The the bandanas. Not, not like that in the hospital. No, it's not. It's not doing nothing. Not those. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. not for us. Cause that yeah. air is That's circulating. That's okay for like outside in the public. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and then plus so you're fine. Don't don't. That's what. That's don't my worry. point. You're you're, you're good. good. You're good. Oh, yeah. He got a surgical we, mask on mm-hmm. for those that can't see when him. We, when we, but. For us medical providers that are in a circulating hospital with ICUs and all the air is circulating, and I instantly start tearing up and coughing when I come in because it's like a smog of COVID in the hospital. You need an N95. I said what I said. She said it. I said it. So what else? I want to. I wanted to talk real quick. We got what? How much? Got, got I got time. I want to talk about what's trending on social media. Because I be seeing y'all and I just be shaking my head because what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to argue with you. D- cause not today. This is your opinion. I told y'all about mm-hmm. I defined what science is. And science is based on facts that are learned through experiments and observations. So I'm just telling you what I see. Don't shoot the messenger. But what I, re- I do want to say, I really want to, I, wanna, I really, really want, we talked about House Bill 4471. Michigan. Y'all talk about that already? Yes, we did. Oh, I missed that. I know. Oh, I know. But can you tell them real quick, if, if your job is mandating the vaccines, vaccine. don't worry. Here are six places you can apply that do not have mandates. Go ahead, Darcel. Where, where, did, where can they apply? They can go to the White House. <laughs> I don't have no bill. Where's my bill? bill? Ding! Ding, 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 the ding, White ding, House ding, don't ding. have no mandates. Th- Who else? There's no mandates. There's no mandates. There's no question about your exemption. All you have to attest is that I have been given a medical exemption. No, they don't even have to get no. an exemption. They don't even have to wear a mask at um, work. I did come across something where they, they someone don't. asked him, asked, I guess, I don't know, who's that lady that speaks from the White House? Who's that lady? The I don't know her Speaker name. of the House? No, <laughs> no, no, no. The one that's always in front of the press. Oh, I don't know. I don't that's know. Maybe she's press the secretary, the press secret- secretary. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah somebody asked on it, a question about it, and she said she wasn't going to go into that. Oh. As to why, yeah. I know everybody like, it's else. Changing. It's somewhere on social like media. Like I said, I, I work I for the feds. Everybody else the got CDC? a mandate. The CDC. Oh, you can work at the CDC and not have to get a vaccine? Uh, oh. F- FDA. Oh, so, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm confused. So, <laughs> these government... Entities, entities mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are giving us the mandates, they don't have to be mandated. Is that what you said? That's what I said. What I said. What say what? Mm. Who else? Now you what? said there was uh, three more places. Mm, the who? 
H World W H Organization. Oh, World Health World. Is that World. a form of literally dishing it and can't take it? Mm. Maybe. I need a bill. Maybe. Where is my I was thinking bill? Teenage Wasteland, but that's just me. No, you take the shot. No, you take it, but we don't have to. Oh, no. How about that? No, that's okay. That's just the who. How about the vaccine people? Huh? Huh? Say me? what? Now what? Say what now? Now what? Like now who? What? Who? Mm. The Moderna company. Mm. Oh, they don't get Pfizer no Incorporated. Are they Pfizer Inc. or Bio in what I don't they, know. Oh, one word. Pfizer all I Bio. Know, all I know is all I know is the people, Pfizer. the doctors that used to work at Pfizer, they was not working there no more. If you Google the crimes against humanity, mm. I can say less. I, Johnson and Johnson should be on that list too. Yes. Don't get it twisted. Maybe, yeah, yeah, it cut off. Yeah, it cut off. Yeah, it cut off. It's not. It's just cut off. The printer cut it off. It's on here. Johnson and Johnson. You can work at Johnson and Johnson. They will not make you take the vaccine that they created. Now, what 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 kind of <laughs> sense does that make? How are you doing? Make it. <laughs> make it make M, M. I say make it make sense. Please just make it please make, sense. make it make sense. Mims. Mims. Okay, so that's that's uh, that was the beginning of what's trending. So I wanted you guys, uh, if you when you get a moment, you know, we've talked a lot about the vaccine, and we're giving our professional opinion. This is what we would do. We're not telling you what to do. You make an educated, informed decision. That we just want to give you the information. You do what it. If it don't apply, let it fly. That's how I always say. Don't come over on my page, my TikToks, my, my Instagram, my Facebook. Y'all always want to argue. I'm not arguing because you want to argue. Negative energy. I'm not arguing with you. Not, don't come for me You either. mad. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you. What? I got a whole song, and I will sing it in the comments. Do not play with me. Go play with some safe. Um, so hashtag real, R-E-A-L, not rare. Look it up. And these are real people with their own videos, their yeah. own pictures of their family members that have passed after taking a vaccine. I'm not going to name which one. I'm not going to slander any of them. But I want you to look at it. It's a growing hashtag on IG and Facebook. Wow. These are people sharing their personal experience. So you can't argue. You can't take that away from somebody else. This is what they experience. I'm talking teenagers that took COVID and now have are in the hospital with mm -hmm. heart failure or myocarditis um, that were perfectly healthy prior to. I'm talking babies that you see actually graveyards. I'm talking um, 30 year olds that are that have passed on after two days after taking the vaccine, and the media wants to say that has nothing to do with the vaccine. Now, really, not come on now, come on now. Come you know nothing's wrong. Everything with this is cause and effect. Veronica. Come on now. There's nothing wrong. There are no negative impacts. So the whole is the agenda that okay that I can't. It's it's. This I, is I don't the, know what to say. I, I wanted to talk about at this the hashtag. End of the day, it's contagious. I know what that. What is COVID? This, this, yeah, it's contagious. So mm. so you know. is misinformation, and everybody can't be a conspiracy theorist if you don't agree with the agenda everybody's a conspiracy theorist i have a question i got lots of questions no answer but i don't like suppression and omission and censorship that's what i do not like so what i want you to do is go on this hashtag on any of the social media i didn't look on I don't twitter like wordplay i don't either i don't i don't either. like wordplay 
and they leave important stuff out too. Mm-hmm. Even um, you, you haven't heard anything about the Bell's palsy either since the beginning. People are going you haven't in with heard strokes. anything about a lot of things anymore. I first of all, let me let me rewind for a minute. This is the hashtag. This is a hashtag that actually has um uh uh a link to CDC. There's no other hashtag that ha- that censors it and says, are you looking for vaccine info? No, I'm looking for people's stories. This don't got nothing to do with that. And they, they even, when you say vaccine in your post or COVID in your post, it automatically says, go over here, here. Would you like a vaccine? Oh, yeah, they that's, se- that's, that's not allowing people to get a fully informed, you know, make fully informed information. It's, it's all slanted one-sided yeah um that's not fair yeah it's not so it's not about our opinion or your doctor's opinion you have to do what's right for yourself and stand on yourself but stand on it yourself and you know understand the decision that you're making if you choose to or choose not to Mm -hmm. but don't be motivated out of fear that's that's the wrong that's the wrong reason to make that decision because you're fearful because you're worried about your job because you're worried you know um i may not be able to work here anymore fly, or travel. fly travel mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. so you know it's, it's they say it's about family but vaccines are very personal my what i <laughs> and the problem i have though is when it's situations like this when we're having discussions you have educated people who have you know um, supporting information to support their decision. If you're not motivi- motivated by the fear, then they want to kind of deem you as, you know, the conspiracy mm-hmm. theorists. Conspiracy yeah. incompetent. Oh, you don't. Um, not credible. Oh, you are you are a medical provider. How dare you Absolutely. not take the vaccine? Uh-uh. Did I tell you to take it? No, no. I told you. Here are your options. Here's the good, bad, and the ugly. Let me know what you want to do. It's your decision. I can't make that decision for you. But what I will say is in my educated opinion, you have allergies to flu vaccine. You have blood clotting issues. You have you preg- you are a childbearing age. You're pregnant. I wouldn't recommend it, but it's up to you. If you ask me, don't ask me because I'm going to tell you the truth. Them. Don't ask. Don't just don't ask me. Just don't ask. Okay. All right then. So that's number one. Number two, I'ma wait back wait for uh Phil to come back because I need his opinion on this one. So the other thing is don't forget your COVID exemptions. We Doctor D Nope. Just talk about what you about to talk about. <laughs> don't don't do it. Okay, okay. Darcel, I I had to go to my provider and I had to get an exemption because I have an allergy. So it's either you take the vaccine because everybody has this fear, I'll lose my job if I don't Mm -hmm. take the vaccine. And that's what they want you to believe. Yeah, they want you to believe. But there's options. Yeah, there are options. There There are. are You can either get the religious medical, if you qualify for the medical exemption, or take the vaccine. It's an, it's an or in that, not don't not don't be, yeah not, not you get the have vaccine to. and lose your job. No, that's yeah, not what there's it some, is. There's some there's some exemptions they have to offer you. Yeah, so I wanted to talk real quickly about um, the the different 
types, or I'll let you talk about the different types of variants that are supposed to be covered for those who do. <laughs> for those who do choose to take, take the vaccine. The different types of variants that's covered. I just heard, actually, it's, <laughs> it's funny that you brought that up. I just heard an advertisement on the radio and that, um, so when it first came out, it said, you know, how they advertise it. And they're like, oh, you're protected against the coronavirus, COVID-19. So now the the infomercial says, you're, protect, you're protected against every variant. No, that's a lie. That's what they said. That's a lie. I'm saying that's what they, that's what I heard no, them say they lied. on the radio. It's, it's going to protect you against all of the variants. That's what it said. I heard it. I wish I could rewind it. It's a lie. I wish the the that's version I Maury? heard in my head. Maury said that you are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> you know we're gonna go. We're gonna go back to the baby. Back to the baby daddy. That's not. That's a lie. It's a lie because Pfizer apparently this is. I don't know how true this data is, but this is the most up-to-date data that I can find. Let me see. Versus the uh, variant. I didn't reference it on here. but Okay. Um, so Pfizer or Bio, BioNTech is, uh, these numbers is wrong, but according to this paper, it says it uh, it's 87% effective, effective against Delta, 89% against Alpha, which we that's that's back in the day. That's Kanye the West. Original, Cover yeah. your mouth up. Look, you got SARS, mm-hmm. two thousand four Kanye, that's Alpha. Beta is the one that came out two thousand nineteen, COVID nineteen. So it's seventy five percent against Delta, Alpha, and Beta. Cause remember, remember they was telling all the healthcare workers, get the Moderna, Moderna, Moderna. That's the RNA, yeah, that's the new technology. Guess what that covers? Percent. That we don't even know the percentage. It only covers gamma. Gamma ain't even a threat. Let's be real. Mm. Let's be. Well, that might be why they got to get boosters now. What they getting? What they? No, because this is what I think. I'm. I have a theory of why they get. What did they get? They got nothing. Mm -hmm. And and RNA is very unstable. See, I called my biochemistry teacher, and I was like, "Remember, I told you. Shout out to Dr. Butch, because I had to call her. Like, please tell me what can we envelope this naturally." And with a lipid to get the remember we wanted to get the zinc inside the intra inside the cell you yeah. can't just take a bunch of zinc and it's floating around your cells it got to get inside of the cellular yeah. wall and it has to be covered in a lipid so I'm like what can we do can we do what do we say coconut oil is that something can yeah, we what can kind of. we put this with she was like um what did we come up with tonic water Oh, the tonic yeah. water? Uh-huh. Yeah, so we came up with tonic water, but eventually. But that took a minute. Took three brains to, <laughs> to, to come up with took something a minute to try to help to get fix. that zinc so We want to do it naturally, but um, there's another one, Novavax, which is not out yet, but that's more of the old school vaccines that we grew up on. That, from what I understand, I think they're trying to take a little bit more of a traditional pro- approach in the way that that vaccine is manufactured. Um Kind of like, um, you know, protein. Again, I'm not a microbiologist. No. I'm not that type of specialist, so I don't know. Don't don't come for me. But I think that was um, more. That's not like the Pfizer and Moderna, which is the mRNA. Yeah, that's not that's um, not an mRNA. So and Johnson Johnson is also different as well. It's a viral vector. 
which is viral more. vector with adeno. You're talking about Johnson Johnson yes. with adeno adenovirus. They use um, so it's some, I don't I, again. I'm listening. And these other ones I'm are not overseas. The microbiologist. It's okay. Um, what I know about it, I believe. I'm just trying to understand how effective they are. I and you know what with the Johnson 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 is the one vaccine. They're another one that uh, crimes against humanity. Baby powder. Baby shampoo. I don't use none of that in my house. It's cancer, carcinogen. And there's plenty of uh, documented lawsuits yeah. mm-hmm. that people have won using baby powder. Mm-hmm. I don't, Quite if you're going to give me, mm-hmm. give my baby cancer or give me ovarian cancer from a little baby powder, now why would I inject what you got going on in my body? It's a no. But anyways, they are supposed to be effective against the beta version. It's only 54 effective, and what I'm seeing in practice is they're giving it to uh, more of the the people that they think are non-compliant, so homeless population. It's only one injection. You don't have to come back for a second in three weeks, so they'll Mm. give you the one. But then people dying on the streets. They're like, oh, I don't know why he died, because he was homeless. No. No. He been homeless for 20 years. But then you gave him a vaccine, and two months later, he's dead. What I'm was sorry. the only other variable in that equation? They're not reporting this stuff. I'm just This asking. is not getting reported. You said he was homeless for 20 years. That was a constant. If we had a, I'm, I'm just, just saying. I'm just asking. Nobody's doing the chart reviews on these, and I hope they do go back and do that. But um, So Johnson Johnson is 57% effective against beta. Mm-hmm. That was COVID-19, 2019. Mm-hmm. Moderna, only gamma, and we have no percentage of how effective it is. The Novavax is alpha, beta, and there's another one that I don't even know what this is. 501Y.V2 said it's less than a 50%. Number, they didn't give it a, a that must yet. be the next one. That must be Lambda. It might be Lambda. I don't know. Because I know Delta is B16. I don't know no numbers. I do. So. B1617.2. <laughs> Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I remember a lot of numbers. I got mm-hmm. a beautiful mind. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was good with yep. numbers. Yeah. And the elephants. <laughs> yeah, women don't forget Yeah, nothing. elephants don't forget. Uh-uh. We do not no, forget. Absolutely not. But no, but these there are difference in the mRNA. And, I, you know, I did look up a couple of other ingredients. Wanna what's hear, in it? Want to hear? Here goes. Yes. <laughs> what's, tell us what else is in it. Um. Tell us what else is in it. Graphene so. oxide. Some Spanish researchers researchers said that Pfizer's vaccine was ninety nine percent graphene oxide, which is a known carcinogen. It's a poison. I didn't. T- I didn't say it. I didn't do it. Don't shoot the messenger. Don't, don't do it. I want to. I want somebody to call me from Pfizer. Tell them to pull up, cause I got questions. <laughs> mm. I she said, said pull it. Up, Pfizer. Pull up. With pull your up. check, though. Come With on. She <laughs> got <laughs> questions. With your check. We need some questions. Cause this is not. Yeah, it's not an endorsement. Checks y'all been mm-hmm. This we is need not some questions doing all this wrongdoing. We just want to know why you can still work there. Why? Who? Who? Somebody said that the CEO or president or yeah, somebody or one of these companies didn't even take it. Yeah, he was he was waiting. He said he got to wait for all the um, immunocompromised people we have some that needed it. That need some mm-hmm. Y'all get it first, and mm-hmm. then I want to step back just in case I could get COVID. One, I, Im- 
keep throwing them rocks on. He keep throwing them rocks. <laughs> she said, he said, because he said, what now? What? Because he want to wait for everybody else because it might be a shortage and mm. y'all need it more than he does. He's a CEO. He's one he, person. Okay. Okay. That's what he said. That, uh, Don't shoot the messenger. Okay, then you so gotta wonder: Is his mama taking his daddy? You know, his wife, his, his family kids, member. Yeah, they his waiting family too. The fa- right. That his family gonna mm-hmm. wait. I'm mm-hmm. just asking mm-hmm. questions. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. This stuff comes People across. Don't, you don't see or hear across mm-hmm. my pathway. This is what <laughs> I hear being said and asked. So I'm just asking. Okay, some well, questions. I got I one one last question, again. and then I'm gonna close it out. And this is to I you, Philip. Being safe because mm-hmm. it's contagious. It is contagious. It's all contagious. COVID will take you down. With and the vaccine or with without or it. With or without the vaccine. Period. COVID is virulent. COVID is on mm. a mission mm. and COVID is not playing. And you no. need to stay ahead of COVID. Mm. You need there to support you your immune system. Yes. You need to yes. be taking things that will help give your immune system. And wash your, hands. wash your hands. Stay away from stay the crowds. Back. Just be sensible. Put with your mask any on. other contagious um, disease out here. You know? I don't want I don't TV. understand. I don't understand why we're not getting tested just because we got the vaccine. Oops. I'm and just you asking symptomatic? These, these are questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and you're symptomatic. And you see the morbid, morbidity rate with this. Mm-hmm. But you sit there and say, <clears throat> oh, I, 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 I don't, don't know. I, I don't think I got no cold. That's this ain't COVID. Because I got a vaccine. But you know COVID. I mean, that's the first line of, um, I guess, maybe motto, I don't know, in healthcare, primary prevention, early detection. Mm-hmm. Go in there and get tested. It don't cost you nothing. It don't, go take a COVID test. Mm-hmm. We get ahead of it. You know COVID, get in there, those little micro viruses start taking over your mm-hmm. system. COVID will take you down, but you sitting around waiting, talking about, I'm not going to get no test. I, 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 I had the vaccine. No, it's a no for me. I'm so, over it. Here's a last question for the night. Um, the NFL has taken a hard stance on COVID. They have threatened the players oh, really? fines, forfeits for those that are unvaxxed and they have outbreaks. Should NFL players be vaccinated? Why yeah. is it necessary that they be vaccinated? You said yeah? I would, say, said, yeah. I would say they should be, but it's still a choice. Everybody still had a choice, and they don't want to do it from what I'm seeing and hearing uh, every day. But they're going to do it because they're getting fined or they saying they can't play. Or they still got an exemption, don't they? And they keep making up things so, as they go because NFL is the most powerful thing out there. You're talking about, about being not being money, not a power, respect. Yeah. So when they start making these rules, the player's not going to retire. Some do, but the percentages are small. You're going to have probably – 15% maybe the guys retire everybody else still want their millions wow so I I, you know what but I'm that's their say. job right that's absolutely their job that, that's their job so we got play. all jobs out here giving this exemption why can't they have the option of that exemption I'm why, pretty why sure are they we have an option. pretty much mandating them I'm thinking they have an option and okay. they just don't know because just like our option. job they're they're promoting get it get it get it and we're peer pressured by our colleagues get it get it did you get it i got it but see that's just the thing we're trying to motivate people with fear you can't keep motivating people with fear like this and those that don't crack under the pressure they i guess now they're they're viewed as the rebel not just that um now you're having who was it what hospital was it I want to say it's a hospital, don't quote me, but I want to say it's a hospital in North Texas 
Because they're running out mm. of ICU beds, doctors may have to consider coronavirus vaccination status as a factor in who gets a bed or not. I was I'm done. Over it. I'm I was over out. It. Out of here. Yeah, I'm it's over only it. one what? NFL team fully vaccinated. My knowledge as of yesterday was Atlanta Falcons. Whoa. Every player on the team. Atlanta? Every player on the team. That's the only NFL team that's fully vaccinated. Every yeah. other team still has their guys that are not I, doing my question is things in there if, if, related to slavery as well. Wow. You know. My question is if the the virus, you know, whether you're vaccinated or not, you're still able to um, catch the virus. Mm-hmm. What? 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 I, I, get, <laughs> I get the concept that you're going to be. What? Hey, what? Why? Can't why I can't even get it out. Yeah, yeah. Because get I get the. I understand that it, it, not it may them. decrease symptoms, mm-hmm. but. Just, then how, when does it stop? When does so it now, stop? eight months later, you get another vaccine, a booster, and this and that. But uh, let me end it because we got two seconds. Any time they're paying people. Thank you man, so you much, you guys, out. for, you know, you could have been anywhere else, but you decided to be here with me on a Friday night. In our profession, we are called to wear. I'm sorry. Let me start that over. In our profession, we are called to be with the suffering. But the longer the pandemic and the more it, it begin, begins to weigh on us and you just hug a nurse, a doctor, a healthcare worker, look out for them because y'all was clapping it up and saying thank you for your service. And now we know how it feels to be a veteran and you come home after you fought a war. We ain't we didn't ask to be on no front line. We're here to help you, but come on now, y'all got to do something to help yourselves. Now put that mask on and stay in the house. Be accountable. You know you got to be accountable. If you having symptoms, go just go get tested. Go get tested. Don't blame it on I got vaccinated. I mean honestly, you it's still a pandemic. It's still contagious. Yeah, get get tested. It'll take you out, vaccinated Mm -hmm. or not. And I love music therapy, but Kanye and Donda, his mama's name is Donda. the album's na- mm. named after his mom who passed. Mm. You can see it online. A lot of stuff with the concerts you can see online now. And these are super spreading events, in- including uh, Lollapalooza that was, I believe, uh, was in Chicago. Chicago? Yeah, Megan the Stallion was there, and it was a sea of people. But anyways, make better choices. Eat well and listen. continue to listen to The Real Nurse of Detroit. Good night. Yes, Good night. Good night.